Hello, I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Welcome to Retail Nightmares. With me is my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Hi, Jess. Hello. <laughs> welcome to you as well. Welcome to welcoming. Mm. <laughs> this is the welcoming section. Um, I'm very excited for our episode today. We have a returning guest. This is his second time on the show coming to us all the way from his lovely home. It's Ronald Dario. Hello. Hi, everybody. I forgot to say what you are. You're a comedic mastermind is what comedic you are. Mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. And you were just in a TV show. Yeah. The slowest show on CBC. A lot of a lot of comedians, a lot of Vancouver comedians are in it. Yeah, a lot of former guests. You were in a little vignette with former guest Kelly Ogmanson. Yeah, we played a couple. Uh, well, I, I don't know if I should spoil it, but we played a couple, and we're and we're just uh, we're having fun for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you're at a you're at a pivotal point in your relationship. Yes, could go one way or the other. <laughs> That's a good teaser, I think. Yeah, <laughs> if people can actually see it and spot what's happening in the yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to focus on. You sort of you can watch it again and again and pick different, uh, choose your own adventure, basically. For sure. Yeah, that's exciting. Where can people see that? It's on CBC the CBC Gem app, so you can stream it on your like desktop devices or any yeah or mobile. Or whichever device is. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I work for a CBC job now. You can even watch it on your Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> you just download it straight to your Zoom. Uh, who even had a Zoom? Do you know anyone who had a Zoom? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Jay's dad had a Zoom. I think he still does. I wonder if they still send updates for the Zooms. I have no idea. I just remember he would always brag about how many photos he could put on there. And I was like, but why would you want a photo on something so tiny? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's so many better ways to see photos. It was weird. It was a weird uh, time in technology. Uh, how are you doing? You're in your lovely plant-filled, light-filled space. I see a cat tree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the cat. And the cat, he's right here. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, no. look at that wow. cat. One of my orange babies, Waker. Beautiful. Hello. I love how you just picked it up just out of frame. Yeah. When whenever I'm on a, a Zoom chat, even if I'm like teaching uh, improv classes, he wants to just. He's just a TA. He just supervises Aww. everything that I do. Yeah. And did you say his name was Whitaker? Oh, Waker. Waker. Oh, Waker. Waker. I, I wish it was Whitaker. 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 Like Whis Jody. Whis Whisker director? Is it because he wakes you up? Uh, he, uh, I mean, that was a later thing. I think he fell into his name. But uh, yeah, I named him and his sister after characters in J.D. Salinger books, like the oh. the Glass Children. So there was Zoe, uh, who passed away recently, and uh, Waker. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about all of those. I went through like a big J.D. Salinger phase a few years ago on tour and I like read all the short stories and all the books and everything and then there was that like giant biography about him and then in the end I was like why don't I read all those books yeah <laughs> sounds like a weird guy he's a real creep <laughs> yeah. when you yeah when you read about what his life is actually like yeah that and he got like I mean his books also like Catcher in the Rye also inspired two big Bad, um, things. Murder, bad things so <laughs> I wonder bad how, things so i wonder how that affected him oh yeah he never talked oh, about it can only imagine 
I mean, what would happen if Bongo Dance inspired like <laughs> some sort of horrible thing? I don't, I don't yeah. know. I, I know. What if it inspired a car wash? But when you people went into the car wash, it was diarrhea. Oh, oh no. I, mean, I, would, I think I would be honored. Okay. What do you then think? Then I'll keep going with <laughs> my plan. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I would, I, can I be an investor? I, well, I wanted to surprise you, but now that I know it's okay with you, that's the work on a different surprise. Mm. You're going on Shark Tank with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to get onto Shark Tank and let it be like a completely fake product. And then that's like the pitch. Yeah. Shark, shark Tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shark Tank. That's, nice. what, that's the where you store your product is the Shark Tank. Um, this reminds me, I watched a movie last night that was very weird. I had been like waiting for so long. I don't know why it took me this long to watch it. It's from the 1970 called Brewster McCloud. Have you heard about this movie? No. no. It's a Robert Altman movie starring Bud Court. It's the first ever movie that Shelley Duvall was in. She's like super oh, young. Whoa. And there's this one scene with the two of them in it. And he says something about like, oh, I, I ha- my stomach hurts or something. And <laughs> Shelley Duvall just goes, ah, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny and so weird. I loved it. I was like, you know, try, try to go into everything with very low expectations, but it just like kind of blew my mind how weird it was. But yeah, diarrhea. And then it reminded me of the diarrhea song. You know that? Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, we need to like update it for constipation. Because mm. like, you know, representation of, yeah. of yeah. the spectrum. It matters. But then yeah. I was trying to write different uh, verses of that. And Jay just kept like not laughing. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm doing this for you. <laughs> yeah, Jay. Yeah. When you want to try to bone but your poo wants to stay home constipation constipation yeah yeah that's really good another one i can't remember um should we do a round of retail nightmares sounds great okay let's get to it ronald do you have any ones from the vault or any freshies i do i have one from the vault i have a retail dream from the vault oh Oh, nice oh nice yeah, uh, so I worked at, a, for like six years of my life, I worked at a comic book store. Oh, nice. Um, in, here in Vancouver. So I experienced a lot of the stereotypical things that you would imagine a comic book store to have. Uh, so a lot of sheltered customers who would come in and hang out the entire day and just uh, ask me who I thought would win in a fight, Superman or Archangel from the X-Men, those kinds of questions. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the customers who would come to the store, uh, who ended up being my partner, and uh, yeah, oh. we were we became friends uh, from her coming in to buy X Men comics and other kinds of comics, and so we were friends for about five years. We would start hanging out, and then we started dating after that, thanks to the, to the connection with the comic book store, uh, and yeah, so that it turned out, and then we, we got married a couple of years ago. So that was my retail dream. It, it wow. That's very yeah. romantic. That's like your whole life. Yeah. Wow. That's magical. Your life dream. <laughs> yeah. You're friends yeah. for five years and then you started dating? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Watch out, friends I've been friends with for five years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lucky number. Mm-hmm. Wow. So very sweet. Which comic shop did you work at? Uh, it was called Pow Comics. It's closed now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it stopped. It got 
combined with a store called The Connection Games and Comics, uh, and then uh, it moved, and I was working there for about a year, and I left uh, for other things afterwards. But yeah, I think The Connection Games and Comics might still be around. It's on Rupert Street, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not really that familiar with that neighborhood, but you don't have to draw me a map. I can Google it after the podcast. I'm so sorry I brought it up. Then oh. uh, <laughs> you, the neighborhood that you live in now, this is like a little peek behind the curtain. Um, but I dropped by your house uh, like a few weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if you didn't know this? <laughs> you were like, I oh wish my God. it was a surprise. It was, it was a surprise to me on the podcast. Like, <laughs> no, but you ordered uh, a tote bag and a yeah. record, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be nearby. I can drop it off." And I, it was such a. I hadn't been down your street before. I didn't know where it was. And when I went down it, it was like this. It's this tiny little narrow like curved road and it I felt like I was in a dream or something I felt like I was in a totally different city it was so cool Jess and I have been we talked about it on Instagram on Instagram chat it feels like a, not a like a neighborhood you would see in this this city yeah. uh, which kind of makes sense because I'm like right on the Burnaby border like I'm right on boundary so like mm-hmm. like 10 steps away from Burnaby um but yeah surprisingly a lot of people walk through the front of my house and uh well, not my actual front yard property but the street in front of us mm-hmm. uh, even forest street that like seems like it's out of the way but there's like a lot of foot traffic which is nice yeah it's like you know it's been a long time since i've gone anywhere <laughs> outside of the city and so it made me feel like i i did that i was like oh i feel like i'm in on tour visiting a totally different city it's just like a magical little portal to somewhere else sounds lovely is it hastings sunrise or is it more like that sort of burnaby rupert station area oh it's uh burnaby and what boundary. is boundary it? it's like just past kingsway like yeah oh it's close, close to the joyce guys train station oh yeah well i'm just ruining the podcast i also don't know that neighborhood <laughs> you're Look allowed to not know every neighborhood it's okay <laughs> it's totally cool but yeah you're so close to burnaby you could like throw throw your farts <laughs> over yeah there. send it over there it's yeah. burnaby's jurisdiction now put, put your fart in a capsule and bat it over and then uh raquel balmonte can smell them <laughs> Deal. she would do that would be the dream yeah fart sniffing um fart sniffing. i have a retail dream as well oh, oh. what yeah. is well, it arrived today, and it was a really sound investment. I was on the Uniqlo website looking for summer dresses, but instead I ordered a Snoopy hoodie, and it's beautiful. <laughs> wow. And it's Snoopy with sunglasses on, and he looks great. Oh. And it fits really nicely because it's not really long in the body, which is great. Nice, Sometimes, yeah. like, yeah, things are too, like, long. And it's, I would say, dare, dare I say, <laughs> sexy. It's not, but to me it was real sexy. The sweatshirt fit right? The, the whole thing, that this the ex- thing, sweatshirt yeah. existed, that it was in stock, because who really wants a Snoopy sweatshirt this time of year? You're looking you. at her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy right here. What, who has two thumbs and wants a Snoopy sweatshirt wants right here? Snoopy to be protected from those UV rays. It's really nice. I'm yeah. really pleased with it. I'm excited to see it. Me too. Cool. I also got a sun hat, because last summer I'm didn't realize when you have light hair that you your head can burn a lot more easily. Oh. Yeah, I got like a sunburn on my head last summer. That's maybe it's not the light hair that just maybe the way my hair was parted or that it was shorter. Yeah. But um, I, And now I'm like, I don't ever want a sunburn on my head again. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. It made yeah. me feel real ancient. 
I'm just going to wear a hat, I guess. Or you could do like us and just be Draculas and only go out once the sun goes down. I really like the sun, though. Yeah. Yeah, and so does the dog. We sit out in it every day. Uh, That's nice. Yeah. That sounds healthier than what I do. (laughs) Prowling for cats in the dead of night. Should we do horse information? Yeah. Are we ready? Yeah. Yes. So, how it works. I'm sure we know. We all know by now. There's some warm-up information. So that's just to get the juices flowing, get us thinking about horses. And then there's the true and false. So, first one I'll just read to you. You don't have to decide if it's true or false. It's definitely true. So, Cremelos, Perlinos, and Smoky Creams are all types of horse carrying the cream gene. (laughs) (laughs) What? I did not know. I've carried a cream gene before. (laughs) Yeah, I'm creaming my jeans right now. Okay. So now, I mean, I'm confused more than anything because I've never heard of Cremelos, Perlinos, and Smoky Creams, but they sound like very creamy horses. Sounds like candy. Mm. I know. They sound like cream-filled chocolates or something. Yeah. What was that weird candy that was yogurt and fruit flavors? Uh, Campinos? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like the swirls. Yeah, those. my grandma likes those. And I was like, I'm lactose intolerant. I can't have any. Oh, man, when you have a chance, definitely Google Cremelo. Why? Oh, the horse? Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant boy. Google the candy. Google the candy. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's the, cute, the, the prettiest horse. Yeah? Oh, boy. I don't want to Google them. There's one of a foal, and he looks like he's like burnished silver. Uh Oh my goodness! What was the other kind? A cremello? Perlino? Perlino? Oh wow! Yeah, is this the image that you're looking at? Yeah. No, it was a different one. They look like models. Yeah. The model horses. Perlino. Do you think it's going to look... Oh, it oh. accidentally showed me a hockey player. Perlino. Wow. Oh. These look like... They're so unusual looking. Whoa. Okay, it's so... Like a per- dirty blonde. Yeah. A Perlino looks like a fair-skinned ginger. Mm-hmm. Wow. And what was the third one? Smoky the creams. Mellow. Smoky cream. <laughs> they look like they would save a Disney princess. For sure. Very uh, brave horse. Whoa. Smoky cream is real special. A little bit well, little bit more gray. Sort of like a smoky cream. Like it's an yeah. apt name. Oh, there's also one that's kind of dappled here. Wow. Okay. So now we know what the cream jeans all about. It's I'm just... topped up on horse information. I think I'm good. Uh, well, we got to <laughs> do the true and false. Okay, okay. Okay, now that you've, like, pictured some beautiful horses in your mind, are we ready? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'll read you A and B, and then you decide which one's true, which one's false. So, in A, in Switzerland, horses are trained to push cars that are stuck in snow. Oh, that's really cute. I want it to be true. (laughs) And then B... Marco Polo famously confused a rhino for a unicorn. Disappointed by the unicorn, he wrote, 
They wallow in mud and slime. <laughs> and slime. And slime. Not just mud, slime too. Okay, so that's A or B. I'm going to stick with A. You think A is true? I don't really know, but I'm going to go with A. Okay. What do you think? I think I'm going to go with... I've heard B before, but I don't know if it's one of those uh, like apocryphal things yeah, that's, that's like fake. But I've heard it before, so I'll go with B. That's what I'm I'm leaning towards too. And but so what I'm thinking is like, is that true? But the quote is what's false. Like, what is Jay <laughs> trying to trick us with this time? Um, okay, yeah, I'm gonna say that B is true. So two votes for B, one vote for A. Okay, drum roll, please. Shit, I gotta. I gotta queue up the big moo. I'm so sorry. I forgot to do this beforehand. Uh, talk about yourselves. Big moo. I really like uh, those cream horses. Me too. I'm gonna look at more pictures of them. I'm sure there's fan art of them also on the internet. Oh, for sure. They're gorgeous. I bet they're so expensive. Okay, so Alicia thinks A is true. Big reveal. A is false. I'm so oh. sorry, Alicia. You have to you have to hear this. That's okay. Marco Polo was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like how could you look at a rhino and think it's a horse? I mean, maybe it's just a chunky chunky unicorn? Chunk of No, that guy was a ding dong. Okay. So let's 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 hear the explanation. A is false, however. Horse-drawn toboggans are a popular form of transport in Switzerland. Thanks to our horses bondit, Hiller Goodspeed, for this information. Thank uh-huh. you, Hiller. Former guest Hiller Goodspeed uh, submitted some horse information. I looked up how much Cremello horses are. Mm, yeah. And I'm on a website called horseclicks.com. <laughs> and it looks like they, they vary in price from... $6,000 US to $12,000 US. Oh. That seems okay. cheap for a horse. Yeah. I don't know how much horses cost. Yeah, like what's your average horse cost? Yeah. I think you can get horses for free, like for adoption fees for sure. Because oh. I think they're like... there's Is there like... I think it's kind of like how people want restaurants and yachts. I think they want horses too. And then they're like, whoops. Yeah, old, or like old racehorses or something that have to get retired. Yeah. Okay. I would love to have a retired horse. Just the first thing that comes up when I type in how much does it cost to buy a horse, it says for regular recreational use, the average cost is around $3,000. Shit. What are we waiting for? According to the University of Maine. Well, that's just how much it costs to buy the horse to like board. Yeah, but we could could have a community horse. (gasps) We could have a community horse, Jessica. I don't I like the look. Do not want a don't horse. like this. I don't like the, where this is going. I already have a okay, husband Ronald, hear me who eats out. like a horse, and it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, but if like we shared a horse, and he could just be a petting horse, and we took really good care of him amongst like fifteen investors, it would cost nothing. This sounds like a yeah. timeshare. <laughs> it's a horse, horse share. share. Horse share. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. And People rent out horses a lot. Yeah, so they can afford them. Yeah, that's true. I just, 
Yeah. I, not that serious, Jessica. No, I, I was really hoping you'd just play along. I'm sorry. I'm just And like, not like get right into it and be like, I don't know, Jay eats a lot already. <laughs> <laughs> I just calculated how much I spent on groceries last month. So I was like, whoa. Um, I know. Sometimes I think about stuff like that too. Like I was thinking about how much Hank's dog food costs today when someone asked me what I feed Hank. And I was like, oh, I prefer not to think about this. Cost. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I don't, this bums me out when I tally things up i think the reason why i couldn't just yes and you when <laughs> we were trying to buy a horse just then is because i've heard just so many stories from jay about how exhausting it is like you have to wake up at like dawn and feed the horse and like brush the horse and like scoop the poo and it's just like so much work i'm already doing all of that yeah. for myself i'm already waking up at dawn to scoop my poo piles and give myself fresh hay mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, horses seem incredibly impractical, and I would love to spend time with one, but the idea of not, you know, having all of that responsibility, well, obviously I couldn't afford a horse on my own, that's why I tried to get 15 people to <laughs> invest, <laughs> um, but it's like, it's definitely one of those, like, life, life goals of, like, having just a horse to hang yeah. out with. A horse to remember. Is a that horse a movie? A horse to remember. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a horse with a view. I love that movie. Um, I mean, you can see a lot more if you're sitting on top of a horse. I think just having a horse friend, like in your friend group, would be nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have horse opinions, Ronald? I like them. I'm scared of them. Yeah. Also. Sure. I they're really it's a healthy fear. <laughs> They got the they got the side they give you the side eye no matter what because their eyes are on their sides. Yeah, mm -hmm. all That's true. all their expressions are with side eye. I used to be like way more freaked out by horses before I spent time with Jay and learned learned all the horse secrets. But yeah, I'd be like, "What's their deal? They're just there in their little rooms, like neighing, <laughs> so tall." But they seem chill. As soon as I learned that they're prey animals, I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Like, they're just eating hay and they're scared of everything. And I was like, oh, they're just like big rabbits, basically. I was going to say yeah, big humans. Or, yeah, if you're just a anxious vegetarian. I'm still sold on the idea. So for the listener, if you live in Vancouver or the surrounding area, I need 14 more people to invest in this friend horse idea I have. Friend horse. I don't know how much it will cost. It's going to be like a, a creamy boy, one of the, the cream jeans. No, we could just get a horse that needs a home. I don't need to ride a horse. I've already done tons of that. That's fine. It's, it's fun, but you know, just a horse that needs a home. You've done tons of horse riding? Yeah, I did lots of horse riding when I was a kid. Oh, I didn't know. Was never a horse girl, though. We didn't come from that kind of money. Oh, I never rode a horse as a kid. Too, too tall. <laughs> They're very big. I remember the horse that we would rent, and it was massive. It seems so giant. Yeah. And uh, that horse's name was Canal. Canal? It was a great name. Canal. Canal. Cinnamon. Mm -hmm. Spicy cinnamon. Um, I love him. Horses and animals and cows. Um, should we do demon? Sure. If you were demon, what kind of demon would you be? Would you have a horn? Can you tell it to me?
how this segment works is boom, something uh, happens, something supernatural happens. You're a demon. Uh, we were originally inspired to do the segment by former guest Hassan Lee because he and Jay and I uh, watched all the Hellraiser movies back to back. Uh. And we were sort of like, what determines how you become a demon? Because there, I think like Hellraiser three or four or five or something has this scene where there's a DJ who becomes a oh, demon yeah. and he's just, it's the nineties and he's just like, looks like a demon, but he's got a bunch of CDs sticking out of his face. And so we're like, okay, just because you were a DJ at the time that you died, you're just like all about CDs for like all of eternity in hell, I guess. What a special hell that would be when people get to hell and they don't know what CDs are because yeah. they were too young. Yeah. Or too old. Or too old, yeah. 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 And you uh, see somebody with like about. records and another person with a gramophone <laughs> hanging yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom brain. Oh, zooms with pictures on, with lots of <laughs> yeah. pictures on. You got so many pictures on here, and you're just like trying to scroll on your face. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can scroll on a zoom. I don't know how they work. Um, so if you were a demon, what kind of demon would you be, and why? Like, what would your deal be? Like, what would you do? I uh, I've thought about this. If I was like a, if I was like one of the slashers or one of the recurring monster demons, uh, I think I would be a dream demon. Like I'd be oh. one of the ones that would appear in people's dreams, uh, like okay. a Freddy Krueger. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think my deal would be I would just like bum people out. I'd just be like make people really sad in the dreams. I think you've been visiting me. Oh, ah, maybe I have it. It's like, hey, do you want to hang out? It's cool if you don't want to. <laughs> like, we can just hang out and front of my happy light if you want are you <laughs> mad at me yeah why aren't you talking did i do something wrong i'm sorry uh, my well beatron's not kicking in properly right now oh, so maybe man, I'm you gotta get the time released one demon uh, it's hard my insurance i don't have any i'm an, i'm american also so that's a whole thing <laughs> So yeah, I just be there bumming up, bumming out a bunch of teens, and they would just like freak out and not want to go to sleep, and then uh, they would probably end up dying from uh, sleep deprivation. Is yeah, what I would assume. yeah, slow and steady death. And you know, traditionally in horror movies, like all the teens who have sex are the one who die. So mm. if you're bumming them all out, like I assume they're not horny <laughs> anymore. Yeah, <laughs> either they're just like I'm. Not in the mood tonight. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really feeling it like it right now, Stephanie. I think really, I just want to sleep. I'm really tired and I just feel gross. <laughs> Do you want to watch like Grave of the Fireflies or like a Requiem for a Dream or something? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not in that head movie. Ever. I'm not in that headspace. <laughs> <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Um, that is the movie that I haven't thought about in a while. Yeah, for the best. Yeah. When I was in high school and I saw that movie for the first time, I, I mean, obviously I thought it was great. I thought it was very like powerful, really like an important film. Well, Jared Leto's in it, which makes it important. Yeah, he's a he's an important actor. But um, I as a probably I'm going to say like 16 year old in my drama class, we had to like uh choose a scene to direct i'm so worried i i it was not the ass to ask don't worry Um, i directed a scene from requiem for a dream um it was a scene between the son and the mother and it's like him going to her house and he's like you know stealing from her and she's like 
they're sad and they're both like they've got their own problems but in my mind i was like this is so edgy and great and looking looking back i was like oh that must have been the worst thing ever (laughs) and people had to sit through that and like you know give feedback and think it was good i don't know your high school i know it wasn't great but that sounds like a pretty cool class yeah i'm just glad that i didn't act in it i just directed it so smart what was I going to say about dream demons? Now I forget. Now I'm just thinking Dream about demon, I will bum you out. Oh, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, like Freddy Krueger's like bummer cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sad sack. Teddy. Less, less knifey. Yeah. And then when people see my face, I just be like, it's just, a, it's just eczema. Like, <laughs> does anybody have any cortisone? I really. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, I think the cortisone's making it worse. Uh. Yeah. I got in my eyes, which I know I can't really see who's talking. <laughs> I I like this. You just got flaps of crusty skin everywhere. That's yeah, good. that's the look. That's good. What about you, Alicia? All right. Well, um, I would be a demon that um, I would appear very helpful. I would be in YouTube videos showing people how to put things together. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're... So you would get home, you would have like a 25 piece a piece of furniture that you needed to put together. And you would look at maybe Ikea or wherever you bought it from and look at their instructions and, and then think, oh, well, maybe maybe a kind person made a YouTube video about this. And... That's where I come in. It's like, sure, a kind person did the whole unboxing and assembly on YouTube, but that's not the first hit you get. The first hit you get is me, assembly demon. And I lead you down the path to destruction. It's personal destruction. You will be <laughs> devastated. Whoa. And at the end, the thing you bought will be irreparable. You will have five too many screws or five too little screws. The table will become a slide. Uh, (laughs) It's never going to work. And you don't know this until you're six or seven hours in with me, the demon. And you cry a lot. Uh, So I'm just an unhelpful, mean demon. I'm in hell because I sold people complicated products they could never put together by themselves. But I said that they could put them together by themselves. And then someone died putting together spin bike and then i went to hell because of it wow so unrelated question how is your spin bike going (laughs) well uh it is together okay i just wanted to check (laughs) i just checked yesterday because i'm having back spasms oh no from uh i had one in front of you the other day yeah (laughs) just the wheel alone on the bicycle weighs 50 pounds so i kept having to lift that over and over again trying to align it with a piece of uh, metal, a stabilizing foot. And um, in the end, I received no less than 15 text messages from Graham Clark saying, Sally and I can come over. Just let us come over and we can finish the bike for you. He's like, I don't like the way this is sounding. Yeah. And so they came over at 9 p.m. on Sunday and put oh, the ele- electronics together for me and the handlebars uh, because I just started to panic. Like the video that was online was from an, a different model. And um, it was one guy putting it together, but he worked for the company and he professionally put together bikes. So I was misinfo- misinformed thinking I could do it on my own. Yeah. And I'm plus glad. it's a pandemic. Like we're not supposed to have anyone in our homes and like, so Sally and Graham were here masked up and I was as far away from them as possible. And 
I would rather that than you throw your back out. So yeah, I'm, I'm I almost didn't go to help. work yesterday because I was having trouble getting out of bed. Holy shit. Well, it's done and I hope it only causes positive things from now on. Yes, I've yet to try it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I want to ride it. Mm-hmm. I want to ride that horse around. You can have a key to my place <laughs> for when I'm not here and you can no, ride it. Okay, no, 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 that's okay. But that's you can't okay. touch the horse unless you invest. <laughs> Jessica, what kind yes. of demon would you be? I would be a demon that attaches to your clothing. Oh, and I'm sort of like a, a chameleon. Mm. So I'll sort of camouflage myself to look like whatever clothes you're wearing. So you're wearing a red shirt. I look like a red string. And then I sort of like embed myself in the DNA of what you're wearing. And then you're like, oh, the string, it's so annoying. It's like tickling me. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's like, it's like you can't quite find it. Yes. And, and it's just kind of bugging you and you can't reach it. And then you finally do find it. And you uh, cut it off. But at that point, I'm just like, I'm completely, I'm saturated. I'm inside your garment. You've destroyed your garment. That was an integral thread that you cut. Uh, the entire thing is going to unravel, unravel. Like you have like 15 minutes to get to shelter <laughs> or you're just going to be like nude. <laughs> yeah. You're noodle in the wind. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I attack at random. <laughs> no specific vengeance for any types of people um yeah can you tell that i've been mending clothes <laughs> recently i have a dress and i will never buy anything that has this description it was called spun knit or something and i see it in a lot i can't remember what it's called but it's like soft spun i thought you were and gonna the- say sponge <laughs> It's a sponge. Oh. Um, it's a bunch of sponges. Okay, you got me. It's just a sponge. <laughs> but it, the name of the the type of fabric, like I got the dress from The Gap maybe five years ago, and I've probably worn it five times because every time I wear it, a hair gets into the knit, and I Weird. can't pull it out. And so just all day, it feels like there's like a tiny hair touching the back of my arm and the back of my neck, and I hate it so much. It's, you're a great demon. It's a great demon. Yeah. Yeah, I I also realize like the more gray and white hairs I get, you know, like if you have a hair like in your shirt or like dangling off your the back pubic of, hair. Yeah, you know when you've got one of these three foot long pubes that's just yeah, wrapped, it's just around, like wrapped around your anus. <laughs> yeah, it's just and then it's just like poking into your anus just a little bit, threading in and out. <laughs> okay, it's almost time for Pup of the week, but first let's listen to an ad. Hey everybody, it's Alicia, and we have a new sponsor. It's Polysleep Mattresses. Polysleep mattresses are proudly made in Canada, and you don't have to waste time shopping in a mattress store anymore. You can just order it online and enjoy fast and free shipping. Every Polysleep mattress is delivered in an eco-friendly recycled cardboard box directly to your doorstep. You simply enroll your mattress, remove the protective cover, and it instantly expands so you can sleep on it the same night. What's even better is you can enjoy a 100-night trial from the comfort of your home on every Polysleep mattress. And if you don't love it, Polysleep will pick it up for free of charge and give you a full refund. You can get 25% off your order plus free shipping at polysleep.ca with the promo code NIGHTMARES. That's right, 25% off your order plus free shipping at polysleep.ca with the promo code NIGHTMARES. So what are you waiting for? Get yourself a new mattress, buddies. Um, shall we Peppo of the Week? Is it time? It is time. We're right on time. Peppo of the Week. Peppo of the Week. 
Ronald, who's your puppo? My puppo is my cat Waker, who I just uh, brought into frame a little while ago. Uh, yeah, he's been a very cuddly boy recently. He's uh, he follows me or my wife around the house and uh, won't leave us alone. And he, yeah, just like well, he started he started to sleep on my chest, which is something that he never did before. Uh, and it looks very very cool. It looks very cute when he's on my chest. He like he looks like a bartender at the bar who's like asking me what my well, what, uh, what's the problem? Why the long face? Um, so yeah, he's been really cheering me up and hanging me, hanging out with me. It's been a rough pandemic and uh, uh, really rough after uh, his sister passed away, but uh, he's been cheering us up. That's so he's my papa. Guy. That's yeah. so lovely. Oh, and how old is he? Uh, he's nine years old. He's going to be oh. ten in about two months. Oh wow! Yeah. Happy early birthday, Waker. Yeah. <laughs> And he's still right beside you there? Yeah, he's right here on the floor <laughs> at my feet. Oh, there he is. Oh, the cute boy. He's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. I love cat. Oh, oh his wow. eyes. What a For the model. listener, he's a marmalade cat. Beautiful. And he seems kind of like on like medium to bigger side. Yeah, he's actually, yeah, he's pretty big for a cat, uh, which is something that we didn't know when we, like, because we, we were really used to. vary in size. You don't, they yeah. all start out so small. He's like, he's slim and stuff. He's not, a, he's not like a fat cat, but like, he's, he's not just body long. Him. Yeah. <laughs> he's just yeah, a long it seems boy. like when you pick him up, he really like, seems almost like an accordion. Yeah. Accordion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, so beautiful. Have you always had cats? Have you always been like a a, a cat guy? I was a, I thought I was a dog person growing up. I yeah, Waker and Zoe uh, were the first two cats that I got had okay. 9 years ago. And then yeah, once you have cats, you end up becoming you double down and you become a cat person and the toxoplasmosis yeah. gets in your brain and then uh, they're the most important thing in your life. Yeah. I go out in like cold, gross weather because I'm like, what if I see a cat in a window and I can wave at it? Yeah. <laughs> That'll make my whole day. Wow, I'm getting like verklempt just thinking about it. I think my uh, good day versus a bad day is whether or not I see a cat when I'm walking outside or not. A hundred percent. Yes, yeah. I agree. I completely relate to that. Um, and if Jay and I will go out on a walk and we'll hit up all our, the normal spots where our cat friends are and we don't see anything. And then on our way back, we're like, we're getting more and more desperate to just see anything to make it worthwhile. Cause like, what the hell is the point? I'm not doing this for my health. I'm doing it to see the cats. (laughs) Yeah. Cat safari. But now there's geese here too. So that's pretty fun to, you know, I feel like that fills the void. If I don't see a cat, if I see a big honker, I'm like, (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> big fluffy football egg i love them um alicia who's your papo my papo is jessica me yeah jessica organized and promoted and raised so much money for Weva, and she's so incredible and she worked so hard to make that happen and i just wanted to say thank you i think Aww. you're so amazing and you're also so organized and so creative and thank you for being you Oh, wow. Thank you so much. That's so sweet of you. I mean, it was not just me. It was definitely like a group effort, like people donating prizes. Randy uh, from Mint Records, whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday, Randy. Happy birthday. birthday. He was, you know, emailing me whenever he'd have an idea. He's like, what about this? What about a gift certificate to here? Like, and then if, if I expressed any interest in any of those, he was like, okay, here you go. Like, he'd just like send it and it would be done. So So it wasn't. 
was not just me and like you you donated your book too and yeah like everyone donated things to the raffle yes and thanks to all of them as well yeah there were so many so many people and it's like very exciting a lot of the people who donated were first time donors to Weva. so there was like I think like 80% of the donors were first time donors so that's great and so many people emailed me to say like I had never heard of this place before. Like, thank you for alerting me to its existence. It sounds like a great place. And I'm like, yeah, it was very, very fun. I re- I wish I had like the same enthusiasm for making money for myself as I did for raising money for others. But it's just like, it's not the same in my brain whatsoever. But anyway, uh, my papo, papos of the week are several crows that i've seen recently Ah. Um, let me get a pen (laughs) let me sketch sketch these beautiful Mm -hmm. crows Um, i posted Uh a photo on instagram last night of one of them it was just a crow eating some noodles that were on the ground Um, and it was just like a real classy crow like just sort of picking at them and they were like really skinny noodles almost like um vermicelli yeah it was like a vermicelli but they looked like they had sort of like a sauce on them but it was just sort of like someone had like dropped it on a curb and it was and the crow was just sort of like working on it checking it out and then today there was a, a pair of crows on the trees outside uh my apartment and they it seems like they're building a nest <gasps> Um, Uh. so they were like pulling branches off the trees, which was so impressive to watch. Like they're so dexterous and like the nimbleness in which they'll like grip a branch in their little beak and then like whip their head and like pull it off. And I was like, Whoa, I couldn't even do that. And then it put the branch on the branch it was holding and gripped it with their talons and then broke the branch in half and then like doubled the branch back. And so it wasn't carrying one long branch. It was carrying like two little branches. And so it could fly Incredible. away and be like unencumbered. And I was so just like, smart. they're so fucking smart. Yeah. Like they understand their way around noodles, branches, like soft tubes, long tubes. Just love a crow. And they looked so like beautiful and like soft and shiny and just want to had a crow one day <laughs> or a raven <laughs> it'll happen but i've yeah this is maybe this is not the place for me to say this mm. but i've been having some bird realizations lately i don't know if this is a new segment called bird realizations bird no it's not a new segment but i was thinking about <laughs> geese because the geese are back in my neighborhood and when Alicia came and dropped off some things for me this week, we got a big show of the geese. We watched them like fly up on top of my building. It was very exciting, very loud, lots of honks. But I was thinking about like, you either see them on the ground or you see them on top of a building. I've never seen a goose in a tree. Oh. oh. So that was a bird realization. And then as I was thinking this and telling Jay my bird realization, Oh, was that a little meow? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he wants to be on. He wants to talk about Aww. birds. <laughs> well, we, can, we can give Waker his his own segment. Um, he's like, I got something to say about these birds. But then I a seagull flew past and I was like, I've never seen a seagull in a tree either. Mm-hmm. Like they're always on stuff. I'm sure yeah. it must happen. But they have maybe, different feet. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Like they've got like the big webbed feet instead of yeah, the talons. Yeah. Little grippers. Yeah. I guess they're like for the ground. I have a bird question. What yep. kind of feet 
do herons have? I don't know. I don't know if it's like they are. They get up in trees. Yeah, they do, and they're giant. I'll do a quick research. Heron, heron foot. I don't think yeah. that they have webbed feet. I just imagined like the image of like a tree full of geese and <laughs> and seagulls, and I thought it'd be funny. But I guess like a gull. Now I'm gonna get like <laughs> 50 responses from like uh, ornithologists being like, actually. Uh, they hate trees. They have strong, oh. unwebbed feet. But I was feet. thinking, like, do crows, because, like, around these parts, like, the crows rule the trees, but then sometimes you see, like, a crow and a seagull fighting, and so I'm like, are the crows, like, the trees are our turf, like, stay out. And crows remember faces and everything, and they're vengeful, so they, they can... do. Yeah. But they can also be really cute and friendly yeah. and, like, follow you along in, like, a cute way down the block. I got really friendly with a crow uh, when I was living on like Fraser Street and like Thirty oh. Fifth, and uh, yeah, so I was nice to the crows. And one of them, like one of the ones that I think is the one that I was normally very nice to, started uh, cawing at me. And I walked over, and he was cawing because he there was like a quarter on the ground, oh. and he was like looking up at me, and he wanted me just to take the quarter, and then I did, and then he flew away. That crow what? made you money. <laughs> yeah, he found money oh, for me. So great. I love yeah. that. I know that they're like into shiny things. So that's really cool that the yeah. crow found that for you. Yeah, I don't think it probably just thought it was a shiny thing and wanted to be nice to me because I was giving them food. But yeah. yeah, I think he probably knows that we use it as money. <sighs> and he wanted me to buy him something. Yeah, more <laughs> treats. I also saw a group of geese and seagulls chasing a eagle once Whoa, in yeah. the sky. And they were working together to chase away the seagull. And then one of my friends was said that it was because the eagle usually eats their babies and or their eggs. Yeah. But it was, yeah, the geese and the seagulls were all flying together, chasing this up. yeah one eagle away, which I thought was it. It was very cool to see, but also, but it was cool to see the two different kinds of birds. The species, yeah. yeah. Like, working yeah. together. All the like bird hierarchies that go on are like fascinating. And now, like, because I've just been home for a year, basically, like, I can hear all these different birds. Like, at dusk around this time right now, there's this one bird who just like has their diva moment <laughs> and just does like these really dramatic runs. And I'm like, who are you, you weirdo? I love it. Like, you're just like, having having your little spotlight turned on you it's i wish i could imitate it because it's like it's like sounds like a horse but a bird anyway uh this has been uh bird realizations Mm-mm-mm. was that what it was called no bird? it's not a new segment bird confessions <laughs> bird admissions <Mm-mm. laughs> bird business no <laughs> um so that brings us to the end of the podcast if people want to follow you online and see what you do, Ronald, where can they do that? Uh, they can follow me online on Twitter or Instagram at Ronald, at Ronald Dario or my website, uh, www.ronaldario.com. All my sketch comedy and stuff is on there nice. if they wanted to watch. Yeah, that's me. Is your is your most recent video up? It should be up soon. I'm still working on it and adding some stuff to it. But I yeah, love it so much. Thank you. <laughs> so funny. Definitely follow you online. It's it's yeah, you're you're one of one of the best, one of the greats. Yeah. And as I said at the beginning of the show, you're on a show you can see on CBC Gem, which is free to watch. <laughs> the soft show, the softest show, <laughs> the slow slowest show, the yeah. slow. <laughs> Why slowest can't show. I remember this? I see it <laughs> post about it like every day. The slowest show. So you're in one episode of that. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, a lot of uh, past uh, Retail Nightmares guests have been are on it too, like uh, S.A. Atawa and yes. uh, Kelly Ogmanson, Carrie yeah. Donaldson, a lot of people. Yeah, it's a who's who of the Vancouver uh, comedy scene, basically. Yeah. Oh, and Maddie Kelly, who uh, directed some episodes and wrote yeah. some episodes too. Yeah, very exciting. Um, well, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for so, having me. So nice to see you again. Alicia, do we do we have anything to plug? Nah, I got now? nothing. Patreon. Yeah, is, Patreon us. Patreon's there. Merch is there. Um, we're getting low on tote bags. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's good that you bought one when you did, Ronald. Yeah, it's very nice. Also, oh. I really, really like it. Thank you. That's you're very kind. Uh, Chris Von Sombathy, excellent artist, designed the logo. And he and I are in talks of perhaps a second design. So I'm just going to tease that for all you tote heads out there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, thank you for everyone who donated to our raffle fundraiser. It's long done by the time you hear this. And the grand total that we raised was uh, $3,659. So that wow. uh, really was uh, much higher than our initial goal of $500. So that was like very heartening to see the response. And uh, the person who won is uh, Michael McMaster, who lives in uh, Melbourne, Australia, ah. um, who is one of the creators of the Untitled Goose Game. Fun, oh, fun Goose piece game. of trivia. Yeah, it was so funny because I was like, I remember a couple episodes back, I was like, oh, I was so excited. Like one of the Goose Game people donated. And then I was like, and that's who won. I laughed when that's the number. I used like a, a random number generator to pick the winner. And when his name came up, Jay and I just laughed because I was like, well, <laughs> we're mailing it to Australia. <laughs> like the furthest, most expensive place we could mail it. Um, but I'm glad. And it was super fun. And I would love to do something like this again in the future. So we just need to make some new merch and keep it interesting. Yeah. Keep it sexy. Yeah. Keep it, uh, what's, what is it? The cream jean? Keep that. Keep, keep it cream jean. Keep it Cremello, <laughs> Perlino, <laughs> and Smoky Creams. Mm, smoky Creams. Um, and I hope everyone is doing well out there. I'm hearing from so many American listeners that they're getting all vaccinated now. And it just like warms my heart to hear that. I'm so excited. Lorna got her first dose of her vaccine. And that's that. That's very cool. And she's, 68 so that's uh the age bracket that we're (laughs) working our way through uh in bc right now um so yeah stay safe everyone and uh we love you all pet a cat if you can if it's safe to do so come over to my house (laughs) you're fully in the dark now like the sun has set (laughs) yeah i look like the i like look like my dream nightmare character yeah i was gonna say like you're a a dream ghost now i like it um thank you so much for being our guest again and come back anytime we love to have you yeah thank you so much ronald it's wonderful to see you and everybody have a good week and sweet dreams until ronald's demon (laughs) shows up and bumps everyone see you soon (laughs) hey guys (laughs) i've had a lot of anxiety recently What what kinds of allergies do you have? I was going to say, I wish I'm lactose intolerant. I need to get a new referral to a different allergist, but my doctor says I should just do an elimination diet. And so I was just like, I don't want to do that. I would rather just...